This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick, what's going on? Okay, well, it's like I haven't left, gone further than my driveway in the last week and a half. How about you, John? Oh, about the same. You know, um, I'm enjoying my distancing. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you and you both. And it's like, but hey, it's like you know, it's like things haven't affected us here. Comics by Comic Picks by the Glick too much. Well, it's like for right now, anyway. For the, the show for must go weeks, on. <laughs> yeah, right. Right now is cool. For coming weeks, um, we'll get back to you on that in a bit. So, but um, as promised last time, it's like I want to talk about like two separate image channels that you know I kind of like, but you know, like I think have been kind of like I guess you call like B list stuff. I mean, like like image like has had like some titles that have basically been like driving the market stuff that's like made a huge Im- like impact on on the direction of the industry stuff like The Walking Dead saga it's like and, and whatnot but then there's all the other the other stuff stuff that titles that you know it's like have like sold well enough like just well enough in order to um like keep it's like you know keep going to the end to the end of their prescribed storylines or maybe just just a little not quite not quite enough or at least like being able to wrap up to the point where like hey you know it's like we can just like call it quits now and no one will know the difference there you go, but but um, there, but it's like two of these titles have been following for a while, and they are um, curse words and rumble. It's like I like I've enjoyed them. I've enjoyed them generally well, but like and like rumble in particular, I've been wondering like, hey, you know, it's like is are they just gonna like call it quits now? Is that because like sales have been terrible on this? So, but um, like rumble managed to um, tough it out a bit longer than curse curse words, but the latter. Um, managed to um, have like at least a good solid plan to the end. Now, with curse words, this comes to us from writer Charles Soule, a guy who I've like you know described in the past as being an aggressively competent writer, but someone who always like you know has a plan. It's like, and someone who can be trusted to like deliver like stuff of a certain quality as well. And it comes from artist um Ryan Brown, who um killed off um Charles Soule in the pages of um, his, his the creator-owned series, um, God Hates Astronauts, which is a fantastic, crazy um, stream of consciousness uh, comic series that um, I can't recommend enough. And I have to admit that, like, you know, seeing him, you know, like, on board with Soul for this um, series, like, definitely, like, maybe want to go, hey, you know, I want to give this a shot. But, so, basically, Curse Words is basically the story of Wizard. He's a wizard, and he's also a giant dick. Because, you know, it's like, he's just, he's been, he's from a place called the whole world, H-O-L-E world. And, um, he's just, and he's just been, like, get, make, um, getting by, by just, you know, being, like, an absolute asshole to everyone around him. So when Syzygy, like, the, uh, evil, like, the evil magic god that runs the whole world, tells him, hey, you know, I want you to go to, like, this planet, this place with a pla- planet called Earth and kill everyone there. It's like, wizard's kind of like, you got it, man. And so he teams up with um with um like Sizji's um like advanced scout scout creature uh, Margaret who is who's adopted the form of a koala um to uh to like to, uh, to uh, you know just to wipe out our world and um, when he does when and you know when he first arrives on this on our planet he's just it's like he just kind of makes his presence known and then um but then like as he gets to gets to know what our world is like you know it's like. Our, like what what we as humans do, it's like our like stuff like stuff we like, like our movies and our popular media, our food and whatnot. He just realizes that you know 
maybe this like we shouldn't like maybe I shouldn't kill this world. Maybe there's actually some like pr- greater purpose to keeping keeping it around. And there you go. That's the whole kind of like, driving idea behind curse curse words. Like Wizard, the wizard who is a dick, tries to become a better person. But it's really hard because he's kind of hardwired to be a gigantic asshole to the point where the first first volume basically has him like banishing like a couple million people to a different different plane of existence because like they witnessed him murder one of Sizji's um like uh wizard like um it's like um wizard um underlings who would come to t- take him out for failing in his task. So but um then it, it's then it's revealed that hey, you know, like these people that that um that wizard banished like actually became the inhabitants of the whole world. But how did they how did the whole world become like this this like made up of this like these banished people become like the whole world which um like spawned this evil wizard syzygy and also evil wizard wizard. Well, it's like that's gonna take a little while to uh to explain and I guess one of the, the uh, failings with um, curse words is that it's like it's you know it's like for the most part it's just it's generally pretty it's just, it's generally like decently entertaining for the majority of its run. Like, you just got wizard trying to be a better person, kind of failing, and especially when he realizes that hey you know it's like like in order to power up I need to engage in the things that people believe in, but when I do that I take away people's beliefs in these things. So it's kind of like he's being like a magical parasite. It's like as well, and that also holds true for his um, companion, um, Ruby Stitch, who um, is all about the party. And she, um, when she comes to kill him, well, it's like he's got to find a way to like sort, to, like help sort her out, and um, eventually, like you know, find out just like how he how she keep keep her powered up as well. So it's so there's also so it's. It's like you know, there's this there's this tension there about you know like how we can like maintain his power, but also just like you know try not be a dick about it as as well, and also just yeah, but all the other um like underlings from from Syzygy's like place in the whole world, like you know because they've all got their own agendas, and they've all they all kind of like be actually around with the wizard who was like Syzygy's favorite, and like you know they just like want to get some payback there as well, as does um Jacques Zock. The uh, aggressively French uh, member of Interpol, whose uh, kids were um, disappeared when Wizard like like wiped out all people who witnessed him killing Sizi's underling back in the first volume. Jacques Zoc, well, he like I said, he's aggressively French, and he's he really, he really feels kind of like he should be a like key a walking joke, and for the most a good portion of the run, he kind of is because. Um, while uh, while Soul is like it's a good enough plot, plotter and writer, it's like when he's teamed with someone like Brown, who like can just who knows how to like just like make like like crazy stuff, it's like instantly appear on the page. Whether it's like twenty copies of a uh, of a um, fascist dictator, it's like or like the Eiffel Tower, just going just, just walking around, walking around, chat chatting up things. It's like like or just like like or like or like one of the uh, Sizzy's um favorite favorite um like uh, people like um, Silly B, a girl with the uh, talking face of her dad, it's like or the undead face of her dad strapped to her chest, um like going going about her business. It's like he can make this stuff like like appear just like like you think like wow like most people think like you know it'd be really hard to draw something as crazy as that, 
Not Ryan Brown. Brown, like, can, like crazy is um, Brown's default state, and he lives there. So, so like, his, so like his art, it's like is absolutely as crazy you'd expect. But it never. But for me, it's like it never really kind of approached the same level of crazy that I lo- I long to see in um, in God Hates Astronauts. So maybe that was a mistake on my part. But you know, for like these, for the majority of the series, it's like it was kind of like. You know, it was like enjoyable, but not just kind of like the stuff I was kind of like, oh, like I, man, like when's the next one of the cursors coming out? Man, I can't wait. You know, it's like just just go back and read my reviews of the of the series. But then you get to the final volume, and you know, it's like this is where like um souls, like you know, steady, like like slow steady slow buildup of like you know like it's like of planning and plotting like finally pays off. I mean, we get the uh, like the first first part of the of the volume which is like the spring is sprung special which tells you like exactly like you know how a um, wizard and ruby stitch came to give birth to a um, Mar- margaret oh and also um how it's like like how her birth like caused them to um, fall out with syzygy but not quite in the way you expect it's like and it's also in a way that but it is in a way that, ma- that makes you go oh so that's um why he didn't um have them killed outright that makes sense. So it's like there's like there's some stuff in here that makes that you that I think should have been like done er, like earlier on. But like for the most part, it's a uh, um, this final volume is a good satisfying payoff for like these four for the previous four volumes. We get to find out just what um, just why Margaret um, like was friends with Norway because it turns out that her original form in this world, like the uh, Black Rat, was a like was revered in Norway, and that's why Norway is a big part of the final, like final arc, and how she um got to um, befriend the tigers, who are the uh, natural enemies of like Sisi's people in the whole world. Oh, and also is a great payoff because when um to uh, wizard's um power absorbing tendencies, because well, it's like when he finds out that okay, I've got to power up as quickly and as fast as possible, as as greatly as possible. It's like, well, I've got to find out. Um, I gotta like, I gotta find something that people believe in that I offers me like enough power to take out like to go toe to toe with Syzygy. Hey, you know what's a Santa Claus thing? Yeah, it's it's good stuff, especially in the end when um, it's like when Margaret finally re- realizes the real way to power power Wizard, and when Wizard like realizes you know what he has to do. It's like in the very end, in order to um, take out Syzygy once and f- like once and for all. It's like, so yeah, it's like it's, it's a good, satisfying wrap up to the series. It's like, even though like I think like the final pages could have used a bit more, um, you know, it's like uh, elaboration on just what what everyone was doing after the after the end, especially with Margaret, because like even though like, I realize that the the final page is kind of like a we're kind of like mirroring the uh, first page of the series it's like i still kind of like, was hoping for more story payoff and we may still get that because because um kudos to soul for offering a nice nice epilogue at the end where he talks about um the creation process like for this for the series about how this is something that that was just done to amuse him and um brown which is nice, which is fun and that also if they if they are going if they do get to go ahead to do a uh, omnibus um, edition for all five volumes of this, then they will go back and do a uh, like a, another story, 
which you know, like I would appreciate because I like this. I mean, no, it wasn't like like amazing. It wasn't like the kind of thing that that made me go, "Oh man, it's like Christmas is over." It's like, what am I going to do with my life? No, that wasn't the case. But I liked it, and you know, it's like I'll and I'll be back for whatever um, Soul and Brown um, have in store for us next because they do have plans according to um, Souls Afterward. So I'll look forward to that. In the meantime, though, Soul is doing um, the, uh, is, is um, taking over um, the Star Wars ongoing series, and he's also co-writing um, Images on Big Hit, um, Undiscovered Country with Scott Snyder. So yeah, it's like, Soul isn't going anywhere, um, but Brown, it's like, I guess we'll have to wait, wait till he, whatever he's doing with um, Soul um, next, to um, see what he's doing. Or, well, I think he may have something else in mind, but we'll see about that. So there you go. I like curse words. Rumble is kind of a, a different beast. In it's like overall because it's like where um, it's like where curse words like you know had a strong payoff in the end where you realize that you know like there was lots of ongoing stuff that 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 um that they were that the creators were building to Rumble. Well, its appeal is kind of is more in the moment to moment, like um, aspect. It's like aspect of the series. So, sum it up. Well, I guess it bears bears repeating from the uh, from the creator from the creator bios at the end at the end of each volume. In that, um, when we're talking about create like um, creator John Arcudi, he talks about um, he always wanted to. Phil's lifelong dream of writing a story about a monster-killing, sword-swinging scarecrow. That's what you have in your hands right now. To um, elaborate further, it's basically mentioned Conan as a de- as a scarecrow demigod in the modern in the modern day. There you go. So, and um, but the reason I I was invested, I wanted to pick the series up in the first place, is because it came from came to us from from like John Arcudi and artist James Heron. Now it's like Arcudi has a long history in comics dating back to the mid mid eighties. Cause he's also one of the creators of the mask as well. It's like he's, but also, but more recently in my opinion, it's like he's uh he's the guy who made BPRD work for me because while I enjoyed, the, I thought the first couple of volumes of it, which were written solely by uh, Mike McNola were, Good enough. When um, when Arcudi came on board as a co-writer for Volume Four's The Dead, that's when I thought, "Hey, you know, it's like this is actually this is really good. This is things are starting to click now." So it's like, so it's like we well, went. So like he became like the, like the uh, like the guy. Like whenever I uh, you know saw his name in credits for uh, like a Magnoliaverse or specifically BPRD arc, that's when I know. Okay, that's the uh, this is the proper volume of this series. And also when um James Heron came on, like like after um like like in thinking like the second volume of um Hell the Hell on Earth incarnation of the series or no, second no it's third volume of the Hell Hell on Earth incarnation of the series, um he was a guy who who absolutely nailed like the one um, defining element of a Mignolaverse artist. You need to know how to draw really awesome monsters, and he did. So it's like whenever I saw it's like. You know, Heron and Arcudi, it's like, you know, working together, like on a, it's like on a BPRD, like issue or miniseries. Like I knew this is, things are going to be great. So, um, Heron, um, eventually left the series to do this. I imagine 
And um, Arcudi, it's like you know, kept doing um, like Rumble while he was doing um, BPRD, but then he left BPRD, sadly enough. But um, Rumble like is like the like the first like it can be divided into two halves really because like it's got two different artistic phases to it. The first involves Heron, who did the first fifteen issues, and he does some incredible, it's like amazing like monster art because the story is about. Um, it's like this, like, well, it wasn't, he wasn't a scarecrow God when the series started. It involves like a um, Rathrak. It's like a, uh, it's like a warrior who had been like, like commanded by the gods of his, blessed by the gods of his time to fight the, the monstrous Isu race. The, Is, the Isu were like the, um, the, the beasts who were holding back the dawn of the age of man. And Rathrak was the, uh, was the warrior who was charged with ending, ending their reign. And he did, he did this job majestically, enthusiastically even. It's like he, it's like he, he, he existed just to kill, just to kill the Isu. It's like, like no, gave, gave them no quarter, whether or not they deserved it. It's like, and, and he was all, and he fought alongside his friend, his comrades and, and like various, in lots of battles in order to, to um, make the world safe for, safe for man. But then um, one day when um, the Isu finally like said to sue for peace, he went off into their lands, like without his without his weapon, or without his armor to uh, in order to accommodate their, their desire for peace. This was a trap, and he wound up like condemned to the underworld for thousands of years, up to the point where eventually it's like he was released from the underworld but not back into his uh, mummified body. He was released back into the body of a random scarecrow. This is the thing that descends upon the town that um, Bobby, a, uh, you know, average, um, your average, like, bartender, like his buddy Dale, a hayse- an enthusiastic hayseed who just, like, you know, is looking for, who just, like, wants, like, you know, a lot more action than he's getting. And Tima, who is a, uh, who's, who's, like, a nurse, who's a nurse who was also studying, like, her, like her family's to her family's uh, magister tradition, Sumerian magical tra- tradition as well. So it's basically Bobby who um who gets who gets um brought into this first one because one of his um one of his bar's regulars this um this wild this like um like um wily African American guy named Kogan. It's like he he's always going like killing Bobby. What's up? And then one day this is like scarecrow um like with a giant sword busts in and just like chops off his arm. It's like, and holy crap, man, like, shit's getting real. Because, you know, hey, Kogan was also the guy who um, sent Rathrak's soul to hell. So they've got history there. So the first couple of volumes are all about just, you know, introducing the concept, you know, of Rathrak and his, it's like, and his um, vengeance against, like, against Kogan and the rest of the Isu, who have, um, who, even though it's like, you know, they were hacked back enough to allow for the Age of Man to begin, they've still managed to flourish in the shadows in the intervening decade, thousands of years. So, so the first, and so the first couple of volumes basically have, um, like Bobby, his, but and his buddy Dale getting to know, um, Rathrak and getting accommodated with his uniquely violent mindset and Rathrak just, you know, getting, getting accustomed to his new scarecrow body. And also the idea that, Hey, you know, like maybe not all of the issue have, um, like our, like are um like are evil or want to uh like take out like all of all of mankind so there you go it's a uh, 
it's like it's a it's a good setup, and like I th- and Arcudi has is a, is a sly and wily enough writer to to offer enough enough wit and style. It's like like throughout these throughout these three volumes, the first three volumes to uh, like to keep you invested. Um, and and Heron just like nails the uh, like nails the art from front to back. Um, it's like cause he like I said his like like his he like his um, like his his main like um, requirement for, for entering the Mignolaverse is drawing great monsters. So, so yeah, he's got lots of great um, des- monster designs for this series that calls out for a lot of them. And he also got he just like goes at the art with like just such great enthusiastic gusto that it's a lot of fun just just to observe what he's like what he's throwing on the page in, in each of these volumes. So when um, issue fifteen rolled around and I was like, oh man, it's like so wait. It's so like um, Rathrax, like original body has been turned to dust, and like that's gonna be it. No, man, that that can't be it, man. You can't just end on a cliffhanger like that. Well, no, that wasn't it because the series relaunched with a new issue, number one, and a new artist w- as well. Someone who um, didn't have like the uh, the same like chunky style that um, that um, he- that Heron um, displayed, but who also like but. but but who also had like lots of the same kind of same kind of energy and a um, different emphasis on caricature. Talking about um, David Rubin, who um, who's worked on the Aurora West graphic novels, and also the works on um, Ether with uh, it's like with that Kint. It's like and it's just like a general and it's just a generally like um, stellar artist as well. Even when he's illustrating art work that's like you no know, not up to the standards. Like say I'm sure like Frankenstein. From the Black Hammer universe, but um, but um, Rubin's um, but Rubin was a great addition to this to this series, like for vo- through volumes four and five, it's like, and um, but um, much as I enjoyed like these uh, like these volumes, I think four is probably might already be the best of the series because even though it, it finds like Rathrak, you know, like finally achieving vengeance against the Queen of the Isu. It's like he also has—he's done so in a way that hasn't quite—that has that has exposed him to the wider world as well, and has brought like trouble for Bobby, and also like um, done um, it's like and also like, like upset his relationship with, um with Dell as well, because like I like Dell. I mean, like he even though Bobby is kind of like the like the guy the reluctant hero type of this of this series, Dell is kind of like the hey yeah it's like 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 yeah my. Like my buddy, my buddy Rathrak, he's like he's got it's like he, but guy with the sword, thunder chop. It's like oh, he's finding like a, so I find a fire demon in Nusku. Oh hey, I got you covered, man. It's like I got, I'm gonna spray you with fire retardant. Like like shit's gonna get, gonna keep you from getting like like burned to shit, man. It's like there you go. Like that's kind of that's kind of Dell's thing. It's like he's like he's an over the top hasty, but but he's like the kind of guy who does who really wants to do right by his friends. And so it's kind of hard to hate him. It's like, even when like, even when like his, um, well, it's like, like his enthusiasm tends to get the better of him. It's like, and it's like, and so then we get, and that kind of brings us to like the uh, final volume, um, last night, which, well, okay. Like I said, the, each volume of rumble is kind of entertaining on its own terms, but as far as like giving us a nice, overarching story about like you know about what uh, Rathrak you know like fighting the Isu 
and I don't know, maybe getting back to his regular body or just finding some kind of peace in his life. Well, they, it doesn't quite work that work in that well, that well. Um, cause the final volume basically like has, um, it's like has Rathrak fighting off the uh, four scourge knights of the apocalypse. And, um, and I like, and you know, it's like each fight is entertaining on its own terms. Yes. I keep using that a lot, but that's true here because, you know, it's like when they're fighting against war, well, they've got to find the, like everyone's angry. And so they got to find a way to, uh, it's like, you know, make, I'll have Rathrak fight against this God, but I'm um, not get angry about it. Hey, you know, Bobby never gets angry. Maybe we can use that. Oh, and then there's the, a uh, plague, um, God who, um, it's like who makes everyone sick, but, um, Oh, like Rathrak can't go directly to him and, and I like, hack out, hack away at his germs. But, hey, you know, it's like, maybe there's someone who can burn them away. It's like, there's, there is there is cleverness it's like through like um employed throughout the uh, destruction of these gods that i appreciated but um as far as like delivering a uh, hey you know this is what um rumble was building to all along type of story um last night doesn't really deserve that i mean i also i did like the uh like the last couple issues which um were kind of like a really mini anthologies about like, just telling different stories like from featuring work from different artists, um, like guys like Alex Horley and Gerardo Zaffino, who really um, nail the uh, the Conan esque spirit of the series, and also it's like it was good seeing um, Al, um, Andrew McLean and um, James Heron like come back to do a uh, a, a headlopper crossover of of all things really, because like well headloppers kind of like get kind of like McLean's like effort to do like, Hey, you know, Cone, I'm going to do Conan, but I'm going to do it my way. And, uh, well, it's like, in that your rumble is kind of, has definitely a lot of Conan spirit itself with Rathrak. But so it's like, it was cute seeing them together, but you know, like the series isn't their, their little crossover event doesn't really add up to a whole, to a whole lot. So, so I mean, like it was, it's good to see that, you know, rumble kind of reached its end, but I, at the same time, it kind of feels like, you know, it's like, okay, it's like, we got six volumes out of this. It's like, and there wasn't really like a overrunning plot behind them, but you know, Hey, six volumes, that's good enough. So there you go. It's like, I mean, I liked it, but I think I, like I said, I like, um, rumble more, more in the volume to volume, like, like engagement of it. And then I, then I did it with curse words, but curse words has the overall, you know, stronger, um, long game to, to its, like to its, um, to its agenda. So I guess that's kind of like what I mean by like, a, like, like a B list image series. I mean, the best stuff is going to like engage you on the, uh, volume, volume to volume basis, but also like show you like, Hey, you know, it's like, there's like, we've also got a long game as well. It's like, there's stuff that we're planning here. That's like, it's going to like really pay off in the end. Yeah. Like, hey, like, you know, like the beginning of the divine, which man, I best of list last year, neither of these series is on that level, but you know, it's like, Hey, in these times when you're looking for stuff that, Hey, you know, it's like, well, I've already gone through all the best. Well, start with the rest. And, um, as far as the rest goes, curse words and rumble, it's like, are, are pretty good on that. It's like on that turn on that. It's like on that, um, setup right there. So there you go. Um, John, um, any thoughts on your end about this? 
Well, it sounds pretty interesting. Uh, so, would you recommend them? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like I said, like I me, mean, I say like they're like B list image titles, but you know, it's like that just means that they're just they're just not like they, okay, they may not be as good as the best of the best, but I think they're still solidly good. Like I mean, like some people will, will really like them, others, you know, may not. But I, but I enjoy them. I definitely. These are not going to wind up being sold back to book off. I can tell you, tell you that much. <laughs> so you know what you're going to be talking about next time. Oh, that's that's a good question, John. Because, well, like it, depending on whether or not uh, my order goes through, because because our because the coronavirus has also hit um diamond distributors as well. Mm. So. Yeah, so if my um, order from from Chief Graphic Novels comes through, then um, I'll be talking about Harleen, um, Stepan Sayek's um, take on the origin of Harley Quinn. Ooh, well, yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, if it doesn't, then I will make good on my promise to talk about um, Jerry Dugan's um, Infinity Wars, which, you know, the fact that I'm saving this as the backup might tell you a little bit about what I thought of it overall. Mm. So, so there you go. All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Later. Bye.